Hello everyone and welcome back guys to a brand new video where today we are back once more of course with the unnamed motorsport podcast. This time round we're doing something a little bit different as you probably would have guessed by the title. We're going to be doing our F1 2026 predictions. Yes a long way down the line we're well aware but of course the new engine changes have been announced or sort of confirmed that there will be engine changes are ready for 2026. I personally think they're going to go to biofuels with a bit of luck. Uh, Jamie, you, what, what do you think? Biofuels or... No clue. Biofuels seems a logical option since petrol and will almost certainly be on its way out by then. So Yeah, fair enough. But before we get into this though, how are you getting on this week, mate? I'm good. Yeah, had a good weekend. Went go-karting. Uh, did you? Got, got you didn't punch. tell me this. That was fun. No. How did you get whiplash go-karting? Someone spun what in did front you of do? me. I then stopped to avoid them, and someone didn't stop behind me and absolutely power-drive the side of my cart. So uh, you so brake-sex now... someone is no, basically all I've I heard spun from this. and they were like five seconds behind me and they didn't even see me. And it just went straight and to my side. It seems like you brake-checked them. I'm going to be honest you with had, you. I think you can tell a bit. I've got like a swollen neck tendon. It's a bit worrying. <laughs> well, I can't because I can't see you. But yeah. I'm sure when I edit this back tomorrow, I'll go, oh my God, look at Jamie's I mean, neck. You can't, you can't really see, to be fair. I'm absolutely making it up. No. But yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Tell you what I've noticed. How big is Mick Schumacher's neck? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, Have you ever noticed that? Like, it, he, it, he the, just um, doesn't really have like in the yeah, Schumacher it's really doc, odd. when he wasn't in racing gear and stuff. His neck is yeah. the same width as his head. It's so. Weird. Oh no, it's mad, isn't it? It is absolutely insane. But um, it's taken us a minute and a half before we've gone off topic this week, which is pretty <laughs> good by our standards. Um, now, I'll be honest with you guys. I told Jamie at about eight o'clock this morning this was going to be the plan for today. Uh, we normally record these podcasts at about seven p.m. on a Monday night. It's now 10 to 8, because he didn't do his, his <laughs> team's fair, up I was until out now. until about half five. So. <laughs> I was out till six o'clock, but okay. Yeah, but you you the mastermind. You plan stuff. I don't. I just rock up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so Jamie spent 40 <laughs> minutes now trying to do this when we were meant to be recording. Uh, so what we're going to do, we, we had a couple of house rules for this. Uh, rebrands are allowed for teams. But we're only allowed to introduce a maximum of two new teams uh, to Formula 1 as well there. So I've gone with 12 teams altogether with two, three technically rebrands. And you've gone with 11 teams, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, Two brand new and I don't know how many rebrands. Four? I don't know. Four rebrands? Wait, technically, technically two, I guess, yeah. Technically two, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So are we just going to dive right into this then? We'll go through like the normal teams first and then of course we'll go through like um, yeah. the new teams that we want to include into Formula 1. So Jamie, let's kick things off then. Mercedes, who have you gone with? George Russell, I think is fair enough. almost guaranteed. Mercedes are so consistent with their lineups. I think in the last decade they had four like four drivers in total. So yes, I've gone yeah. George Russell. Two Germans and two good drivers. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone George Russell and then yep. a little bit out of hope and expectation, uh, Pierre Gasly next to him. No way. Have you got the same thing? I have put Russell and Pierre Gasly in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Genuinely. Big up Gasly. I think he's been in AlphaTauri for so long that once Lewis retires, either Gasly will still be in AlphaTauri for like his sixth year or they'll just pick him up it'll be so cheap to get and he's a really really good driver i mean obviously money is not a massive issue for mercedes but it was so hard picking a second driver to russell who's like yes yeah play the bottas role almost and while gazzy's good he's showed next to verstappen he's not top which hurts me to say 
but against Russell he would do a better job than Bottas has with Hamilton but also not rock the boat too much I don't think yeah, uh, my sort of so obviously again we've I think we've both had to come up with like hypothetical ideas yeah. as to how <laughs> someone's ended up where they are. My theory was that Ocon goes to what is still Alpine in 2023 with Esteban He's Ocon. Oh, you mean Gasly goes to Alpine? Sorry, yeah, Gasly <laughs> goes. Sorry, yeah, Gasly goes to Alpine with Esteban Ocon. Obviously, so Alonso retires at the end of 2022. Gasly goes there. Hamilton then retires at the end of 2023 and they basically announce that they're going to be looking at Alpine. They want either, obviously, Ocon, who was a former Mercedes junior, or if Gasly does better than him, they go with Gasly. That's sort of my idea. Mm. That's a pretty good idea. I rate it. So, thank you. Thank you, yeah. So, quite <laughs> funny the fact we both thought we were taking yeah, a we big risk by putting Gasly in there. So. <laughs> Genuinely, we haven't gone through our teams with each other before now, so that's rather interesting. I get the feeling that Ocon might be quite off. similar, to be fair. <laughs> Okay, let's, let's dive into it then. Red Bull. So I've gone Max Verstappen, who's going to spend his entire career getting carried by Adrian Newey. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. And Dennis Hauger. <laughs> We've actually got <laughs> the same again. <laughs> I think it's quite... like We both rate Hauger quite highly. It, it makes yeah. sense, almost, I think. Because, yeah. what, 2022, he'll be F2 championship contender, I'm fairly sure. Yeah. 2023, Alpha Tauri, or whatever it is then. Yeah. Uh, Maybe 2024 there as well. And then yep. 2025 Red Bull or 26. I, yeah, yeah. So I think, again, we sort of had the same mentality yeah. there. I sort of had it as this was going to be how it was one year in the Red Bull before you get slapped by Verstappen and has to go somewhere else. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, weirdly, yeah, we've gone with this. And it worries me that even the Ferrari might the be roster, the same as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting worried now that Ferrari might be the same. But before we go to Ferrari, we'll go to McLaren then, Jamie. McLaren, okay. Uh, so I've got Lando Norris. Uh, still, yep. I think he signed a long-term contract quite recently. Uh, they seem on yep. the up, and Norris is obviously a top driver. So uh, this will interest you. Hopefully, having this, it'd be really weird how I copied this. But I've gone Teo poor chair next to him. Right. Because, I have not copied that. Okay. Well, can I, I? I think that it's fairly obvious that poor chair will be at Sauber slash Alfa Romeo because he's a junior driver in the next yep. two two years probably I think he's such a good driver and he's he's going to outgrow Alfa Romeo basically sort of like what Perez did back in the day like he's he's too good to be in the midfield or will be by 26 when he's like actually fully developed so <laughs> <laughs> right so McLaren needed a good second driver um, or a good challenger to Norris and I think he's not going to have the biggest release clause ever and is obviously a very good driver with very high potential so i see him going to a, a top team by then interesting fair enough fair enough i like that one uh so i've gone lando norris like you i think there's quite a, there's sort of four drivers isn't there really yeah. we've already gone through three of them now <laughs> uh but there's sort of four drivers that we all kind of know they're all going to be at the same place for quite a while and then maybe sort of 27 2028 they might all then completely change around yeah or something crazy like that. But I've actually gone Paso Award alongside him. I just think he's had such a strong IndyCar season. I think next year, again, he's going to be a championship contender. Ricardo, sort of, I'll obviously explain more about Ricardo in just a moment, where he sort of fits in uh, to my overall list. But I reckon Paso Award is going to join McLaren for 2025 and stay there for 2026 as well. Okay. I rate that. I mean, he's a very good, good young driver. Everyone hires him on Twitter, Exactly. So. 
yeah. He must be good. Passive award, I think, yeah, is decent as well. They're right. Ferrari then, Jamie. Mine's incredibly simple. I've gone Leclerc signs. Uh, it seems like Have a good you? lineup. So I don't see why they right. change. Okay, fair enough. I have gone Leclerc Schumacher. Okay. I don't I think it's good enough, personally, to be in front No, nor do I, to be honest. I think it's going to be like a two-year thing. After Sainz goes somewhere else, which, again, we'll get into in just a moment, I reckon Schumacher's going to be given a couple of years there, but Leclerc is going to be the top man in that team. Yeah. I think the way Sainz has done this year, there's almost no reason for him to leave if Ferrari is still giving a decent car, because he's been pushing no. Leclerc, but also been slightly below on actual performance. Right, so okay. It's almost been he's perfect. been much more consistent, isn't he? Yeah, he it? has been more consistent, but, like... If you've got a car capable to win, I thought I would trust Leclerc more than Sainz. If you get Interesting. I, mean. I wouldn't, just because he is less consistent. Fair. I think Leclerc's got more experience at the top level. Yeah. He's like more ready yeah. for it, almost. And obviously younger. Fair enough. Yes, yeah, of course. Um, right. Team number five, then, Jamie. Let's go Alpine. Okay. That'll be confusing, but yeah. <laughs> Why is that confusing? Well, because they're oh, Renault. Have I done something stupid? So. <laughs> yeah, no, they're also Alpine Renault for me. Okay, mine are just pure Renault. We're, we're taking it back. Okay. Um, I've gone for Esteban Ocon and Oscar yep. Piastri, which. Okay, we've done the same there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ocon, I think, signed a very long term deal this year and then did awfully. Ocon's there till 2024, isn't it? Yeah. But that's because he had a messed up chassis, wasn't it? Something like that. I don't know, but he's going to be there a while. Obviously, he's French. The Alpha, the uh, the French love. Obviously, French he's French. So, <laughs> I don't, th- I don't see Gasly ever going there with Ocon, to be honest, because of their history. Um, yeah, we always so... sort of talk about their history, but I think to be honest, if Ocon can get out of Red Bull, he'll probably go anywhere. Giving Gasly again can get out of Red Bull. Oh yeah, it's a potato. <laughs> They're both French. So yeah, Piastri obviously is likely to win the F2 title. Uh, again, pains me to say that, but it's going to happen. It's he'll yep. have a year on the sidelines, maybe doing something else like test driving or something, and then he's going to be reserved. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he'll he'll end up at probably direct replacement for Alonso in twenty twenty three, and just sort yep. of chill out, chill there for a bit with Ocon. Yeah, I think that's fair. Am I boring you? Uh, sorry. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. It's just because it is one of those things, isn't it? Where yeah. Alpine are just so boring with their driver picks. It's yeah. genuinely making me tired just thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, Piastri is just very, very unlucky in the sense that for some reason they want to hire Ocon again and a 40-year-old pensioner. <laughs> yeah, as we've gone over many times, they need a junior team. They desperately need a junior team, don't they? Uh, next up then, Jamie, Alpha Tauri. Okay. Uh, I've gone for Jack Doohan because he's Red Bull back right. and young yep. and decent. And I've also yep. gone for some guy called Arvid Lindblad. Which I directly copied from Will Buxton. So. Right. Do you know much about this Arvin Lindblad? No, but he's 16, so whatever. Fair enough. Fair enough. I have gone... Sorry, carry on. I wasn't going to say anything else. I, 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 the thing is, Red Bull, Red Bull Junior team, the drivers are always so young. Like, Imagine in 2015 yeah. trying to say Yuki Snow is going to be there when he's like 14 at the time. It just yep. wouldn't happen. So no. It's going to be someone no. random and like 14 years old at the minute. Fair enough. So I've gone down a slightly different route with that then. I have actually gone Liam Lawson and Dennis Hauger. And realising that, I've put Hauger in there twice. <laughs> so Hauger. I'm going to go... 
<laughs> I'm going to have to change that quickly to Jack Doohan. Okay. <laughs> I knew yeah, that I was looking down it earlier on, yeah. <laughs> and I Liam thought Watson's I'd put somebody like twice. By then. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he's going to get back into Alpha Tari in 2023 and just do a bit of a Gasly and sort of sit there because he desperately wants yeah. to be in F1. Uh, I, I see we both ignored Yuki Tsunoda off our, off our yeah. Alpha Tari grid, assuming he's not gone somewhere else. Uh, he hasn't for me. He almost did for me, but he hasn't for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. His mentality just seems a bit, a bit weird. <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of it's lost in transa- translation, isn't it? Yeah, but stuff like when he got a new contract, he's like, why, why do they hire me? I keep crashing. That just, it's, it's like I think he was mentality. trying to make a joke, though, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but his performance compared to Gasly has been pretty shocking this season. Yeah, he hasn't been great. And he might turn it around next year, to be fair. But I can't see Sonoda going anywhere else than LMPH. He would just be like the new Kobayashi, sort of like Banzai qualifying laps LMPH driver. Obviously, because they're four-wheel drive, so we can't spin them around as easily. (laughs) Uh, But whether that be like Toyota, maybe Honda develop a car for it, or something like that down the line. I can just see him going there with a Japanese manufacturer. Fair. Makes sense. Next up, then, Aston Martin, Jamie. Okay. Uh, One of these Lance we can almost Stroll's guarantee. He's got a career contract there, and well, all the time yep. owns it. He's going to be there for 40 <laughs> years. And uh, my other one's interesting. It's actually Daniel Ricciardo, who you might have. Oh my him. god! <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're such the same same way, like that's it. It's worrying, Vettel, isn't it? Vettel's going to be 39 by then, and they'll be sick. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ricciardo needs somewhere to go. Aston love a good PR stunt. He's a, a very yeah. high-profile driver. Daniel Ricciardo, yep. Aston, you heard it here first. Yep, and and don't forget, as much as Ricciardo likes to deny, he loves that money. He does, that's true. <laughs> He's made sweet banking Formula 1 by leaving teams to go somewhere yeah. worse. And he if was, anyone's yeah. going to bankroll him, it's Aston Martin. Yeah, and he will absolutely slap Lance Stroll. And it'll also... Uh, Vettel hasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't Ricardo. be surprised Ricardo's if he didn't particularly. <laughs> yeah, but Ricardo's been dog this year. He's not been that bad. He has been He's pretty been bad, pretty bad. Yeah, He's got exactly. More wins. Everyone just forgets Monza. <laughs> Everyone only remembers Monza, even I yeah. should say. Yeah. Oh, this but next one's Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go next then. Alfa uh, Romeo? Yeah, I was saying, yeah, Alfa Romeo. Or for me, it's okay. back to Salva. We're just taking it back a year. Yep, I'd also gone back to Salva. Um, I think Alfa Romeo are going to pull funding. Yeah, at some point. Uh, I've gone for Valtteri Bottas. And, okay. Uh, and Guan Yu Zhou. <laughs> Have you? Interesting. <laughs> Which is exactly probably the lineup next year. I mean, almost certainly the lineup next year. Uh, so then... that basically makes them, yeah, one of the longest ever teammate pairings. No way. I've gone Leclerc signs as well. That's even longer. Yep, that would be the longest. No, it, no, no, it would it still be Mercedes, wouldn't it? Because Master it's was uh, Hamilton Bottas. Yeah, n- no one was alongside him there. Oh, yeah, long. you're saying the whole lineup. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, it's Mercedes this years. year and. Yeah, but Hamilton Bottas was six, five years? Five years. Uh, Barrichello Schumacher was six years. That's the longest yeah. there's ever been. So this would only be into the fifth season with uh, Bottas' show. And yeah. Alpha are always But that doesn't happen at changes. midfield teams, does it? It does. Alpha, Alpha have had the same lineup since 19 to 21, which does is quite rare in the midfield. Three years. And before that, Ericsson was there for four years, was he? And Nazar was alongside him. But with different people. Two, wasn't he? Nasa? Nasa was 15, 16. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't do 17. No, because no. he 
accent. No, two, three years is fairly well. common in lower down teams, but not much more than three normally. Well, Manny Joe's got a lot of money. Bottas has a lot of skill. Yeah. So. Right, okay. Um, I've gone Joe Porcher. Okay. I, yeah, Gasly's, I uh, Sorry, I keep saying Gasly now, but I don't mean Gasly anymore. Um, my mentality and um, thought process behind this was Joe's got that sweet money, so maybe Ricardo might be looking at Alfa Romeo. Who knows? Perhaps, <laughs> and, uh, perhaps he fancies himself some Chinese, Chinese uh, yen. Literally a billion people will watch F1 because Joe's in it. And me as exactly. well. Exactly. So. Yep. And I went poor chair because I think he'll get to Formula 1 for 2023 and 2027 he'll go somewhere else. That's... Oh, poor chair. Okay, I thought you were saying Bottas, but like that's after this ends. No. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. poor chair um, alpha is a very safe bet, but I don't know. I just want to mix it up a bit. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can. I know what you mean though about him moving on, but I think yeah. that'll be slightly after twenty twenty six. Next up, then, Jamie, let's go Williams. Williams. Okay. So my team leader for Williams will be Sergio Perez. Uh, right. I think he's. I don't know. He's always one of those drivers that sort of ends up nowhere. You just stick him in Williams. So okay. that's what I've done this time. It'll be, what, 35 yep. by then, 36? Pretty good team leader. 37, I think. Obviously, Williams like an experienced driver. Yeah. Uh, until they run out of money. Um, but like yep. Massa. Uh, who else? Uh, Barry <laughs> You can't think of anyone else, can you? Yeah. So Perez there makes a bit of sense to me. And then my other one's a random shot in the dark of Ollie Behrman Behrman I don't know Behrman probably who's yeah. a 16 year old doing uh, literally slapping everything yeah he's Austrian doing Italian, F4 he's doing an ADAC <laughs> F4 and Italian F4 and winning yeah. both of them so young British driver get him, in, get him in F1 so let's go through a timeline then for Ollie Behrman we'd have to do one year of F uh, probably GP3 wouldn't he or a, a junior probably, F3 series yeah. Then proper Formula Three. So that'd be twenty. Then Formula Two. That'd be twenty-four. Yeah. So he could get two. to F1 by twenty twenty-five. Yeah, but twenty twenty-six is probably a safer bet. Yeah. So isn't it? remember the name. I'm sure Bierman. you'll remember this podcast in five years' time. I'm sure you will. So. Um, <laughs> fair enough. I've actually gone with a completely different lineup to you then for Williams. Oh, wow. Which is that the first time this happened this video? Probably. Alfa was so. different, but you copied doing because you made a mistake. So. Yeah, because I'm a. I keep putting Dennis Hauger everywhere. Dennis Hauger <laughs> is life, people. Don't you forget it. Yeah. I have gone, Alban Bottas in the world's most mid Alban lineup Botta, you'll ever did see. Midest... <laughs> <laughs> They're so average. I know it's great, isn't it? But so is Williams. So I suppose Alban and Williams makes sense for 26. Actually, he yeah, I mean, he'll been there five years. I can see the thing. What I've sort of got is. Williams will be like a top five team again. When? But For 20... in 2026, this is. Wow, okay. But everyone, including Williams, doesn't realise it. So Bottas and Albon are made to look better than they really are based on the fact the car's actually better than people what, you think. you mean like Russell and Latifi are? No, because Latifi's not making the car look any better than it is. Well. I reckon that Williams still is eighth best in F1. It's eighth best in race pace, it's about seventh or sixth in quality pace. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can accept that. I suppose seventh best in quality. Yeah, better than Aston Martin. Still shouldn't be on the front row though. Actually, no, I say that both Aston Martin drivers can't qualify anymore. No, we're, we're going eighth best still in quality. No, I disagree. Just with Russell's a god in the wet. The Williams is very good in the qualifying. Fair enough. Right, let's get in. In final few teams to go. Then Jamie, Haas. What have you gone with? Have you even gone with Haas uh, anymore? They, they're gone. They're, go- they're, they're gone. gone. They okay. Don't exist. 
Okay, so they're just not in Formula One anymore. Well, we've said it a few times this this season. Like, if twenty twenty two doesn't work for them, they're gone. So. Yes. Yeah. So you've you've just completely removed them from Formula One, have you? Yes. Okay. I have rebranded them as Penske, uh, which some of you guys may know. Obviously, a massive American corporation in terms of motorsport did actually have an Australian supercar team up until the end of last year, as well, which I think a lot of people forget about. But I think yeah, Penske are going to come in. So I have gone, Jamie, with Joseph Newgarden as sort of like their <laughs> experienced guy. guy. Yep. <laughs> and more interestingly, I've gone with young Richard Tickton. What? You mean Dan Tickton? I do mean Dan Tickton. Okay. But remember Will Buxton. He won't be that young by then. Yes, but I've got a whole theory for Dan Tickton. Okay, here right? we go. You're going to love this. Story time. So. <laughs> Story time and Matt, future story time and Matt. This is a special episode. Dan Tickton, we all know, very brash, very outspoken. I think we can all agree with that. Very aggressive on the radio. He's going to go to IndyCar, and because of those characteristics I've just listed, Americans are going to love him. Yeah. Because what do Americans love more than a very completely over the top, angry man? No, like, nothing. That's why nothing. Like the Americans. Well, yeah, Richard Hammond, he loves America. Yeah. Uh, but I think Tictum, yeah, he's going to suit the American people perfectly, as long as like he doesn't try and burn one of their flags or something like that. Um, so I think, yeah, he's going to race in IndyCar for a couple of years, and then Penske are going to announce a Formula One rebrand of Haas in like 2024, 2025. And then I think they're going to try and put him in there as like Tictum's last hurrah. Fair. Newgarden, I feel like he's been predicted at the Haas for about six years. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, to be honest, you, you're basically just Newgarden's like your IndyCar placeholder for someone that's going to yeah. make Formula One. By then, there's probably. I, I could have put Colton Herter in there, to be fair. Castro he's Neves, pretty good. What's that? Castro Neves. Oh, fair enough. I thought you said Takuma Sato. <laughs> <laughs> I got really confused then. Um, but, right. Yeah, so there we go. Those are, well, for me, the 10 teams. For Jamie, the 9 teams. Now, we've both therefore gone with two new teams to the sport, haven't we? Yes. Right. Run me through your first one, then. Uh, so, I mean, quite a simple one. I've gone Alpine as a, as a sort of Renault Junior team. Okay. Um, because they've only supplying teams with one engine. They can probably cope with another, and their junior team is stacked. So... <coughs> makes a bit of sense for him so, to come in so then. you've got Ocon and Piastri in your, in your Renault lane. yeah I mean okay, who have you fair, got in I your junior before, it's, it's so meaningless because the two I've got at the minute are uh, Kyo Kale and Victor Martins but like they're going to be mid, they're going to be mid-20s by then there's no way they're still in a junior team Kyo Collette's not he's going to be like 20, 21, 22 eh? he's no, 16 is 19 is he 19 yeah oh I've lost all the respect for him then I thought it was like yeah. some wonder kid he's, he's not that amazing so I mean, I mean he did pretty well yeah, to drive so he'll, which he'll, team was he in in Formula 3 it wasn't a good team I can't remember who it was no but he was but like yeah. the only guy that could get towards like Trident and the top almost, Prima yeah. so Kaya Collette and Victor Martins because he's French fair enough Brazilian but yeah it's, it could be anyone by then there'll be someone new like 18 year old French driver who just gets a seat who's 14 right. now so you, you won't know fair, yeah it's very very difficult isn't it you get like that one yeah. Banzai driver every couple of years that no one's heard of um I have gone then with a new Ferrari junior team Ferrari Prima power team I like that Prima have dominated now, F2 and F3 for long enough so 
Exactly. Freeman have always sort of spoke about trying to get into Formula 1, haven't they? We had them try to get in back in 2010. And my sort of whole theory now, obviously, was with the budget cap coming in, Ferrari are going to have a lot of extra money uh, now to spend. So I think, obviously, alongside the LMPH programme, I'm going to reckon they're going to try and bankroll Premier into basically being a secondary team for them. But I think they're actually going to be like a decent secondary team. Unlike sort of like Haas and Alfa Romeo, where they've basically been backmarkers over the last few years. I think Premier are going to be like a top five, top six contender. But I've gone with Eilat and Schwartz. You've gone with like eight top five contenders. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. My idea of Formula One is going to be so yeah. close Who was between the midfielders. Eilat and Schwartzman. Okay, they're both 30 by then. So. Yep, <laughs> I know. I think 2026 is going to come in a year where Ferrari have got no junior drivers to go with, so they're just going to poach those two out of their LMPH programme. Nah, Kimi, Kimi Raikkonen's son. Rob, Robin? No, Matt, Robin. is it Robin? It's Robin yeah. Raikkonen, isn't it? Even though he's going to be like 13. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, secondary new team then, Jamie? Uh, I've gone for Porsche, and I feel like you probably have as well. I have also gone Porsche, yep. yeah. <laughs> Although I put Red Bull as VW-backed, so I'm not oh, too sure cool. how that's going to work. I, mean, I yeah. think VW are going to buy out so their v- Red Bull powertrains. VW own Porsche and yeah. Audi, who are the two main ones that people are talking about at the minute in real life. So yep. one of those, either Porsche or Audi, will be a team in 2026, I reckon, with the new... Well, Audi engines. have already said they don't want to be a team, they want to be yeah. an engine supplier, haven't they? So maybe I'm going to change that to Red Bull Audi and then Porsche as a team. Porsche on their own, yeah. That would be pretty cool. And my lineup for Porsche, you'll love this. Uh, Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher. Just oh, dearie me. <laughs> Just for the Germans. Oh, dearie me. That would be an amazing team. I, would, I mean, as a non-German, non-Vettel, non-Schumacher fan, I would still like to see that happen. Fair enough. Uh, so my Porsche then, I've got Carlos Sainz <laughs> and Sergio Perez. Oh, wow throwing it right back the 2015 midfield pair exactly um i think it's odd that they've never driven on the same team yeah it feels like they should have done at some point just by chance yeah exactly there should have been like three races together or something like that down the line but i think when porsche do finally come to formula one it's going to be their first year they're going to want a lot of experience perez is going to be at the end of his career probably just trying to find a seat where he can and Sainz is gonna go to them leaving ferrari as sort of like his this is my chance to win a world title if things go the right way. Mm. I want to explain Vettel a bit, because obviously Aston Martin get bored by him. He'll be on the brink of retiring. Porsche will announce entry. They'll also announce Mick Schumacher. And then it will be like, right, I want to go there and do a, do a year or two. Fair enough. Uh, like can, I can understand that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, in terms of drivers that haven't made it then to 2026... I've got Russell and Gasly still here, Verstappen, Leclerc, Schumacher, Ocon, this get really Bottas, technically not Albon, Stroll, Ricardo, Norris, and Sainz, Perez. So I've got oh, eleven got same, drivers yeah, by my same ones. Yeah, uh, I haven't got Vettel though. You do. Oh yeah, so I've got those plus Vettel. Uh, so uh, Hamilton obviously yeah. is retired by then. Kimi, of course, is retiring at the end of this year. Alonso is obviously going to be retired. Well, hopefully going to be retired by then. I tell you what. Um, 45-year-old Alonso. Let's go. Yeah. Who else hasn't made the cut? Vettel for me, of course. Sonoda. Mazepin. Uh, Mazepin. Latifi. Latifi, yep. Uh, Who's on the grid? 
Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Trying to work out who's not here anymore. Uh, um, oh, Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi, yep. He's basically gone this year, though. Yeah, he's on his way out. Um, probably makes sense to get a list up, but I can't have bothered it to probably would, wouldn't so. it? It would. Um, let me have a look. Who else has not survived? I think we got through most of them, unless we're just forgetting a random team or something. Probably. Well, like I said before we did this, I reckon I've just forgot someone really obvious. Yeah. The comments uh, no, shouting. I think that's it. I think that is it. Yeah. By the looks of it. Obviously, we've got Alban coming back as well, which I is kind of like that. Back. No, you don't have Alban coming back, but I do. Yeah. But, yeah. I think I think that rounds it up then for our 2026 predictions, doesn't it, Jamie? Yeah. Ollie In Berman. terms of... T- Super fan. Ollie Berman. Jamie's going to be a stand for him <laughs> next year as he absolutely gets destroyed in Formula 3 by some yep. 13-year-old Australian. Um, Quite need Joe yeah. to do F3 again for the Super Licence IMO. Right, should we quickly then, before before we finish, Jamie, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, no. Predict your champions between 2021 and 2025. Right. Well, 21, Verstappen. Okay. <laughs> well, it differs already from Matt's prediction, so there's one. Yep. It's just impossible to tell 22, come on. Oh, no, come on, you've got to put a prediction in. Uh... I, w- I just want to save Verstappen for all of them, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could. I will go theoretically. Oh, I don't want to say Hamilton's getting eighth. You just don't want to believe, do you? I don't. I'll go Verstappen twenty-one. Yeah. Verstappen twenty-two. Yep. Leclerc twenty-three. Right. Ferrari back on top. Yeah. Are you Ferrari. high? Uh, George Russell. Right. Okay. And Max Verstappen twenty-five. But my Fair next enough. fight, my next six years is gonna be sick. Watch this space. Okay, <laughs> yours next six years or Formula One? Oh, Formula One's in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then twenty twenty six. Fair enough. Uh, Guan Yu Zhou, Salva, Oh dear God. Oh dear God. <laughs> no, Verstappen he said again. It. Dennis Hauger. Verstappen for the again as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna go Hamilton twenty one. <laughs> Hamilton twenty two. <laughs> Hamilton 23. Vers- <laughs> yeah, just Hamilton continues. Uh, no, I'm going to go Hamilton 21, Hamilton 22, uh, Verstappen 23, Russell 24, Lando Norris 25. Interesting. You think by 2025, Verstappen's going to be a one-time champion? That's our I think Verstappen is going to be the guy that... Well, the thing is, like a lot of the greatest Formula 1 drivers of all I mean, time, Hamilton you win a couple of world titles... Yeah. And then you take like a gap, and then you win a load more at the right time. Yeah, Schumacher, Hamilton won one, and then waited what six years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it happens. Unless you're Fernando Alonso, in which case you just win straight away and then do ne- never get the second. And part. then just make the worst <laughs> career moves in the world. Yeah, he, he was on the right track love... in 2006. So... Well, the fact that Alonso could have been the first guy to win a world title for two different teams since Fangio. Back I want to back, say, yeah. yeah, back to back, obviously, because Jensen Button almost did it in 2010 well. as well, didn't he? He wasn't that close in 2010 by the end, but yeah. Yeah, no, the last couple of races it fell apart, but he was in contention two for most race of the wins year. in race two and four. What's that about? Yeah, I don't know. It was just mad, wasn't it? But didn't Massa lead the world title after round Massa two? Did after round three, yeah. After round three, because he had like two podiums Second, and a fourth, third, and eighth. Eighth, was it? Fair enough. God, we're going to have to do like a rewind of F1 2010 at some point. Yeah, I mean, insane podcast to do. Um, 
But yeah, anything anything else to add? We did did we do Turkey? I think we did Turkish GP did predictions Turkey last, last week, didn't yeah. we? What did we say? I think I went Hamilton I Verstappen Sainz. You probably did. I probably said Hamilton. Let's be You're fair. Not the not... podiums. I'm saying oh. Sainz. No, I, I might I have put someone... Lando. No, I put Norris actually. I think. I think I put someone stupid. I think I said Gasly. Probably. Yeah, I, did. I, yeah, I think you said Gasly. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I think you did. Announced Mercedes contracts in 2024 as well. I can't believe we both went Gasly. That's like <laughs> I'm actually amazed. What was that? Five teams we went the same. Yeah, we're, on, we're, we're Aston so... Martin, Alpine, Red Bull, Mercedes, and I think it was four, wasn't it in the end? Yeah, yeah. which is which is kind of mad. But yeah, let us know your 2026 predictions down below. As well, of course, yeah. It's going to be a very, very exciting time with Formula 1. Obviously, when 2026 does roll around, Jamie and I will do a recap. We promise you that. <laughs> even in, even when this channel's been desolate for like three years, we'll be back for like one one-off podcast. Hey! Well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> Jamie, you realise now we've already been halfway years. through knowing each other. Yeah. yeah. We're already over halfway there. I can't imagine a decade of my life knowing you. That's so depressing. It's depressing as hell, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but before we have an existential crisis, thank you all so much for watching. Nothing more to add, though, Jamie? No. No. I've looked as white as a ghost for this entire video, so apologies to that for all you guys as well. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week reviewing the Turkish Grand Prix. I cannot believe Hamilton won it and Verstappen got disqualified from the entire championship. <laughs> I can't believe I've ended the podcast with that. We'll That's see you guys soon. Bye.